This radio show is a paid placement. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Jen Rizek here alongside Pat. And Pat, please, Mr. Postman was the number one hit in 1961. What do you think? Should they update it to please Mr. Amazon guy or FedEx <laughs> delivery guy in 2020? <laughs> it definitely should be Amazon and, and probably should be more gender neutral as well. Oh, just well, that's to, true, uh, too. make sure that everyone's comfortable, I think, right? Uh, yes, that's a good point. I hadn't even thought about that. Post, but Post person. Post person, FedEx delivery person, because I'm serious <laughs> that those Amazon delivery people are out and about. They are in demand this time of year. <laughs> Have you noticed yep. this? Is there any slowing down of the shopping, even in the pandemic, in your family? No, 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 of course not. And, and uh, it has accelerated, I think, with yes. you know Amazon Prime and things like that. I, I was sitting out on the front porch. Um, uh, Gabby and, and Isla are four and six, and so they'll have just various odd things they find fun doing on the porch. Like they <laughs> right. have, uh, you know, they'll paint, paint rocks or shells or whatever, and, and they were doing some sidewalk chalk. And I was just enjoying a cup of coffee, and I was like, oh, this is one of those great moments on a Saturday morning, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it was so quiet and peaceful. Then all of a sudden, it was just like this parade of delivery trucks going down. You know, we're, we're on a cul-de-sac, yeah. so there's not a lot of traffic. It's just, it was FedEx. It was the Postal Service. It was Amazon. It was UPS. And I just, it was so funny to see, you know? And, you know, there's only, you know, 10 houses on our block, and the number that had multiple stops. Right, right. Through, it really is amazing. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I mean, obviously... A uh, very different type of, of holiday celebration, very type of hustle and bustle this year. But, you know, it's also kind of crazy, Pat. You look at the things that have happened with the economy this year and the market this year and, and just some of those days when we had big drops in the markets and how crazy and how scary everything got. But then the National Federation, the National Retail Federation is saying we're going to have a strong finish to 2020 because people are ramping up their spending. We're just doing it differently. We're doing it online. And it, it's really kind of crazy to see how well some sectors of our economy are doing because there are struggles. I know that. But then you look at like the housing market and what's going on with online shopping and things are looking pretty good, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, with our clients, um, we're thankful that uh, we haven't seen a lot of job loss. Of mm -hmm. course, uh, there's so many people claiming un uh, unemployment um, and that kind of comes and goes this year. But it's been much, much higher, of course, uh, due to COVID. Uh, so I'm thankful we, we aren't experiencing a lot of that with our clients. And I think that the only real spending change we've seen, Jen, is with travel. And I mm -hmm. think we've had, um, you know, clients that are still working where maybe their travel has been adjusted. But of course, you can imagine um, a lot of our retired clients, uh, I've had n a number of people say, we just retired and we kind of have our bucket list and it's all just, we just pressed pause on everything, you know, <laughs> and that's, that's a hard thing to do, but, but it's also, they're thankful that we have a plan in place and what most of them are doing is, is not stopping or stopping planning. They're just kind of letting that budget accumulate so they can hopefully do more, hopefully when there's a day when, when they feel safe to do so. Right. And, and that has definitely been a thing. You know, I, I think about my own folks for, for them, they cut back on spending big time, not because they needed to, but because there wasn't a whole lot to spend on. And, and I think, you know, for my mom, I think the Coles people probably did a welfare check at some point since she wasn't in there shopping and <laughs> spending near as much as she, she normally would be. So, yeah, it's just been interesting. People are just changing how they're doing a lot of things. And, you know, Pat, I think the phrase unprecedented challenge is something that we all got a little bit tired of because we, we heard it a lot. There have been some big challenges this year, but when you look back at those challenges, do we need new solutions to those things? Or do you go back to some of the good old fashioned, solid financial planning tips that you always would, even though we've had some new challenges this year? Yeah, when I think of challenges of 2020, Jen, COVID um, has brought back some timeless truths. I think um, having an emergency fund is a big one. And that is 
the saying that a lot of investment uh, managers would say this year is cash is king mm -hmm. uh, because that gives you flexibility. And, and that is a real tricky uh, talk about stuck between a rock and a hard place. Uh, we know the value of cash or liquid funds, but of course it's paying historically low, close to 0% mm -hmm. rates. Mm -hmm. So we know it's wasteful to have too much there. So that's a tricky one. Each person needs to, we all need to decide what that right number is for us. And I'll say, Jen, as far as the most difficult times of 2020, the two things we heard over and over from clients are, um, the first one was just the comfort of a plan. And um, we were so um, encouraged by how few clients we had worried when things looked the most bleak. Um, and when we were doing check-ins with our clients, um, I heard time and time and time again, I know, you know some of the investments aren't doing very well, but I know it's all part of our plan. I know I have these other monies that I can get to if I need to. I know it's not affecting my income. That was so encouraging for us, Jen. And then the other one that I would add is um, just further proof that uh, we always want to diversify, diversify, diversify. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. And it, it just underscores the fact there is no perfect place to put your money. So we always need to divvy it up and we want to have it, you know, we want to have some that's very safe. We want to have some that's very accessible. We want to have some that's designed for growth. None of those will be perfect all of the time. Um, some of them you'll be uh, unhappy with when, you know, a <laughs> pandemic hits. Right. Um, some of them you'll, you know, be happier with as we're coming back out of the downturn. Uh, but the goal is to build that. Uh, and as, of course, we like to say custom build it for you, that can really help you ultimately accomplish all your goals. And Jen, that's why we always, we call our plans a custom built retirement plan. And so what we offer to our listeners a five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation to get started. All it takes is to call 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now to take advantage of your five-step retirement review at 803-9-RETIRE. And an easy way to remember that, as Pat just said, is 803-9-RETIRE. But if you'd like to know the numbers as you're punching that into your phone, 803-973-8473 is the way you can reach Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. One more time, that's 803-973-8473. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book, save your retirement. And Pat, if we are trying to prepare for retirement, it's not breaking news that we need to prepare for the long term. We need to focus on the long term, not these short term disruptions like we've seen this year. But there are some financial professionals who say focusing on the big dollar amount, just just focusing on, hey, I've saved a half a million dollars or I've saved a million dollars, whatever it's going to take to last for 30 years, is the wrong approach. And they're saying, Focusing on your monthly income needs might be a better way to approach this. Talk a little bit about your take on that. How do you break this down for your clients? Well, I think, Jen, the one thing I'll say is very much depends. Of course, everything is individualized. Sure. Uh, but one thing I would say really it depends on is where you're at in life. Um, if you are weeks or months or a year from retirement, that is a vastly different situation than someone who's 20 or 30 years from retirement. So, so that, of course, makes a big difference. And if you are 20, 30 plus years from retirement, uh, we, we like to, I love to use the image of, of someone with blinders on. If you think of like a, a horse race mm -hmm. and they have blinders on that horse so they can only look straight ahead, that's what we want you doing if you're 30 years from retirement. Because if you've got, if you just put your first thousand dollars in your 401k and the market goes up or down, if you really think about it, by the time you're 60 or 65, it doesn't matter what the market does, <laughs> you know, right now right. to that $1,000. What matters is you are putting money away and you're investing it. Um, so that is, I would absolutely agree. That's actually what's more important, way more than whatever that big number is. And then uh, you're right, Jen, I think for anyone, especially as you get closer to retirement, um, a lot of experts have talked about there's this um, really attachment to net worth that we have. Um, and really what we should be thinking about is what type of income we need, because no one that I know is saving to accumulate a certain number of dollars. Um, the entire purpose of saving is to have enough to create the income to be able to retire comfortably. And that is a it's an important mind shift. And, and I will say, Jen, that uh, in my 
experience that is usually a much bigger problem for men than for women uh, men's you know we have the scorecard <laughs> mentality <laughs> right, and right. i don't know if that's sports related or what that is but uh you know i, I want to get to whatever a hundred thousand then five hundred thousand a million or whatever it is uh but that's really not the ultimate goal right the goal is to figure out how you're going to get your monthly income in retirement yeah, and so so let's talk a little bit about how we figure that out. How do we make sure that once we know what those monthly expenses are, we have started to look at it from that way, how do we make sure it's going to last as many months as we need it to last? Yeah, so I mean what the, of course what we're talking about here is building a retirement income plan and and like we love to say that should be the foundation of your retirement plan. And that usually sounds really weird because that's not what Wall Street tells you, right? right, right Wall Street tells right. you invest, make a return, build this big pot of money. Uh but that is those are all great things, but it's not the thing. So we need to have a retirement income plan. And what that's going to do is for everyone, they want that income to be consistent, reliable. Um, and that's important because the stock market isn't necessarily that, right? Um, it's going to have to consider things like inflation because costs will go up over retirement. And of course, it has to last as long as you do. And then if you're married, we also have to consider um, if one spouse predeceases the other, how does that affect your income and expenses? So we have to have all that built into that plan. And that's going to incorporate your Social Security, any pension benefits, and your nest egg. Uh, and of course, we're just scratching the surface there, Jen. But that is that is the starting point. That's the foundation of where we build a comfortable, happy, healthy retirement. And um, that is where a lot of people reach out to us, Jen, because a lot of people have been working hard and saving and investing, but they haven't taken that step into building that plan. Um, if you are not sure if you even have a retirement income plan or if you know you don't have one, it's a great time now to give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer our five-step retirement review, including a first draft of an income plan at no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. The world is upside down and millions of Americans are out of work. Debt keeps rising and yet taxes and interest rates are at historically low levels. What's going to happen next? Oh, I don't know. Space monkeys could arrive. Times like these, it is important to do your homework and be prepared, especially if you're near retirement. Hi, it's Glenn Beck. This is not the time to go it alone and hope for the best. I want you to call Pat Struby today and find out what he can do for you right now. Do what other families just like yours have done for over 20 years. Call the team at Preservation Specialists. Call 803-9-RETIRE and schedule a complimentary phone or video consultation. Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists are local and independent. Their focus is you and your retirement. So call 803-9-RETIRE. Schedule a complimentary consultation and be prepared for your retirement years. 803-9-RETIRE. Glenn Beck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. 2021 is almost here. If retirement is part of your plans for the new year, call Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists today. 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. And Pat, I know this is true for me. I bet it's true for you. A lot has happened to you in the last 20 years that you didn't see coming. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> It's yeah. laughable, isn't it? Yeah, right? like pretty much everything, I think. <laughs> I, know. I know, all of it. Like I think about like my family, my kids, some some unexpected blessings. We'll, we'll put a couple of them that way. And uh, some obstacles to overcome. And that happened to all of us in our past. And the thing is, it's going to keep happening in the future. I think so many times we look back at our lives in the past and we look at all the things we've overcome and we don't always understand that that kind of stuff is going to keep happening to us in the future. And when we're thinking about our retirement, what are some of the big unknowns that we need to be prepared for? Yeah, it's really an interesting way of putting it, Jen, because, you know, so many people are interested in retiring around 60 or 65, and we know it's possible to live to 90 or 95 or longer. I mean, that's 30 years right there. 
So when you think back to the last 20 or 30 years and how many things surprised you, you can bet that's going to happen again during those retirement years. So the ones that came to mind for me, Jen, are, are a lot of the ones that I mentioned in my book, Save Your Retirement. So the first chapter is on longevity. Um, that would be one um, that's certainly a big unknown. Healthcare costs is a really big one that's on so many people's minds. One that we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis is just the the performance of the markets and investments in general. And then the last one that I know has been really been on people's minds lately is what taxes are going to look like in the future. Yeah. So those are some of the, the big ones. And the good news is we can plan for those things. So that's what we want to talk about here. Longevity, one of those first unknowns. We don't know how long we're going to live in retirement. And it's one of those things, it's so obvious when we say it, but we also don't think about it a whole lot. But how do we know if we've saved enough when we don't know how long we're going to live? Yeah, this is the really one of the most crazy challenges of retirement planning, Jen, because we all have a set amount of resources, right? Whatever we've accumulated, our social security benefits, uh, pension maybe, nest egg, whatever we have, but we have an unknown need because none of us knows what right. those expenses are going to be. And that's one of the big challenges of retirement planning. And so that's, of course, part of the reason why we spend so much of our time income planning, because that's just one of those pieces that, that is so, so important to everybody. So what are some of the tools that we can use to make sure our income is going to last? I, I don't know if this is one of those things where we just have enough in a bank account somewhere just in case, right? What What are some of the, the tools we can use to make sure it's going to last? Well, a couple of thoughts that I have, Jen, on that. The first and foremost uh, is that the simplest first step is to have a written retirement income plan because it gives you an opportunity to now pool together and look at what all your resources are. It forces you to stop and think about what do I actually want to do in retirement? What's that going to cost? So we can start putting those pieces together. So that's the first step. Uh, and that, of course, is not something that you do and then you print and is done forever, right? We're, we're constantly working on that and building that for our clients. But then the second piece is determining where's your income going to come from. Um, and so we always believe that the three-legged stool of retirement income is just a great analogy for that. So almost everyone has some type of social security benefits they have available. So we want to help them make the most of that. Um, so that's one of the legs. The second one is the pension. And of course, those are kind of disappearing these days. Um, so if you still have pension benefits, good for you. Uh, we want to make sure you're making the most of those. If not, um, your three-legged stool is teetering, right? Because we really only have two legs. Uh, and then that, so that last leg then, of course, is your nest egg. So what are the tools within your nest egg to create income? Well, the main thing is we don't want to use risky investments to plan uh, our income on. That can be something, you know, more growth oriented that can be good for you in the long run. But we need to decide how you're going to create your income in retirement, either through something guaranteed or through things that generate some type of investment income like dividends. And that's a, that's an important discussion that you should be having with your planner and helping you figure that out. Um, there are investments that can create nice steady streams of income in good times. But the question is, you know, what happens when things go go bad? Uh, and so one of the other options that's available um, to help you create some type of income that you can count on is an annuity with a lifetime income guarantee. And of course, I always say annuity is one of those words that, uh, you know, all of us, as soon as you hear the words, there's some visual that pops into your head, right? And the challenge with <laughs> yeah. annuity is there's so many different kinds and people have so many different experiences that a different thing pops up to so many different people. So all we always say is the, the, the beauty of us being independent is we don't have to have any strong belief over one thing over the other. We want to look at all the different possibilities for all of our clients. Uh, some annuities with uh, lifetime income guarantees are a powerful part of some of our clients' retirement plans. For other people, they don't use them at all. Uh, so it really depends on a lot of the particulars uh, of your uh, personal situation. That's why we always we always preach that we don't think anyone should have cookie cutter approaches. That's why uh, we call our uh, plans custom built retirement plans because we think there's so much value to building it specifically for you. To get started on the path towards a custom built retirement plan, the first step is just to give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. We'll schedule time to start on what we call our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. Once again, to get started, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. 
Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. We're going over some of the big unknowns that we have to prepare for in retirement. Healthcare costs is another big one, Pat. Now, we do have some information here. Fidelity puts out an estimate every year. They say the average couple retiring today is going to spend, now it's $295,000 on healthcare costs in retirement. So it's it's pushing 300000 now. Mm. So we do know that. We know that's a big number, but we still don't know exactly how this is going to play out for us. So how do we plan for that? Well, it's not fun, Jen, but uh, you know, healthcare planning just means giving some thought to what's out there, how do we protect you, and then just adding it in. Everyone's going to have a spending plan in retirement. We've got to plan on some type of insurance coverage, you know, Medicare and things like that in retirement. And so for most people, there's three categories we always want to look at. Are you going to have any need for just personal health insurance, maybe if you're retiring prior to 65. That's number one. Number two, making sure you get on Medicare properly when you're supposed to. And then number three, uh, going above and beyond just regular healthcare costs. But if you're a married couple, if either of you ever need nursing care, how that's going to be tackled and and how you're going to make sure you're protected in that instance as well. So that covers three different areas and each one of those we want to make sure we're discussing. And the thing is, Pat, the big unknown is we could end up being healthy and having smaller medical bills for a longer period of time, or we get sick and we have big expenses, but then there's a shorter lifespan. So, so that's where we really don't know how this is going to play out. How do we plan for both types of scenarios? Well, the way we look at it, Jen, is retirement planning is really about trying to help you live the retirement of your dreams. Um, so that's the fun part, of course, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about all the things that we all want to do. But on the other hand, it's about protecting you against all the worst things that can happen. Our job is to stress test the plan against all those things. Um, what if someone dies? What if you need long-term medical need or disability? Um, what if the stock market crashes? What if tax rates double? What if things get way more expensive and the cost of living goes way up? All of these things could happen. So the goal is to actually have your plan stress test against those things. And it may sound doom and gloom, but actually we look at it as the opposite. We look at it as this is an opportunity to give you the peace of mind to know, hey, not only have we been thoughtful about putting a plan together, but we've also stress tested our plan against each of those things and and feel good about the fact that you're prepared uh, no matter what comes at you. And that healthcare estimate, though, it doesn't include the cost of long-term care. And that's another thing that even though it's unknown, the statistics are really great that if it's not me, it's my husband who's going to end up needing long-term care. So how do we figure out plans for that and work in those potential costs as well? Well, that is one of the trickier areas, we think, Jen, because, you know, I've been doing this 23 years, and 23 years ago, everyone thought long-term care insurance was just the greatest thing in the world, and what a wonderful invention, you know? Well, over a couple of decades, um, a lot of those companies have left the industry because the costs were just too high, and now the insurance premiums have skyrocketed. So that's a very big challenge. And so this is another important piece of having an independent planner because we are independent. So we don't believe in any one solution that's, you know, one size fits all. We think there are a lot of different ways that you can get at this. Some of our clients just decide to self-insure. Some want to have some type of insurance. There are uh, investments that might pay out extra to you. Uh, If you need nursing care, there's all different ways to try and limit your risk. But the bottom line is, it's not an exciting idea, but you just have to have a plan for it. We have to know what you're going to do. And part of that means, you know, actually stopping and looking at what your resources are. And then what would happen if you need nursing care? Um, How much of a financial hit would you take? And how much risk is there? And do we need to protect against it? So it's just another step through the planning process, making absolutely sure that you are protected. And if you're not sure if you're protected, Give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, you can take advantage of our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. It's impossible to predict whether the markets will be up, down, or sideways when we get to retirement. So how can your plan handle all the variables? We'll talk about that coming up next. The team at Preservation Specialists wishes you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a happy and safe holiday season.
To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement, Retire with Pat. Dot com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And as we get back into it, if you hear something you'd like to get some answers on, 803-9-RETIRE is the number to call. That's 803-9-RETIRE. And Pat, the thing is, it is impossible to predict whether the markets are going to be up, down, or sideways when we get to retirement. It's one of the big unknowns we all face. And the challenge is, can you build a plan, Pat, for good markets, bad markets, and everything in between? Can we do this? (laughs) Of course we can. (laughs) Yeah. So when I think of this, Jen, I really think of everyone who has invested or is invested you have to have some type of philosophy to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And everyone's different and maybe a formal philosophy or maybe you've never really thought about it, but there's something that's driving you, you know, whether you're trying to avoid risk or get growth or whatever. So when I think of this, the first thing I start with is what are the things that I, that I believe to be true. So the first thing that we believe at preservation specialists is that there are three principles to investing. The first one is there is no such thing as a perfect investment. And I, hopefully our listeners know that, Uh, but anytime someone tells you there's something perfect, that means you're not getting the whole story. So that's number one, okay? Yeah. Uh, number two is, uh, as human beings, we love to focus on rate of return and getting the highest growth, but that's actually not the most important thing. The most important thing is accomplishing your goals because your money isn't there to build more money. Your money is there to use as a tool to accomplish what you want. So we have to keep that in mind. Um, so maybe you, you know, you, maybe you need money to buy a car next year. Maybe you need money for kids' college. Uh, what, we, what we focus on is retirement planning. So we want to help you make sure you're accomplishing your retirement goals. And then the third one is um, there are generally for most people, there's three phases of their investing. And so we need to know where you stand there. There's the first phase when you are just starting and accumulating your money and you're not close to retirement yet. There's the last phase when you are actually in retirement. So at that point, you're no longer focused on highest growth. You need to preserve your principal as long as possible and create as much income as possible. Uh, but there's a middle stage, and that's the transition time. And that's, a, that's when a lot of people hire us because some people say that's the trickiest time of all of to know what to do because there is no one way to do it. There's, there's, not, you know, there's no guidebook that says, okay, when the day you hit 50, you need to start shifting this. And then right. if, and when you turn 52, you do this. It's, it's different for everyone based on your goals, based on your portfolio, and all those kinds of things. So before we get into any of the nitty-gritty, I wanted to kind of focus on those three principles. Yeah, I I think those are are good things to make sure that we are aware of. And Pat, going back to the the big issue here with the unknowns of what's going on with the markets, what can we do to help reduce our, our market risk? Well, so now we go back to those principles, right? And so it depends on where you're at in your life. If you are 30 years from retirement, um, reducing your risk isn't as important as if you're retiring tomorrow and you've got your entire life savings you know, <laughs> up for grabs, right? So the main thing then that we want to look at is we need to – there's really only two ways to reduce risk. One is to diversify to reduce it or the other is to literally avoid it. Uh, and you would do that by having your money in something safe and guaranteed, like a like an FDIC-insured CD, for example. So this is where I love to use the example of the three worlds of money, because there's basically three different places you can put your money. On the one hand, you have the growth world, and that's where most of us spend a lot of our lives in our 401ks, you know, stocks and bonds and mutual funds and things like that. Um, you have tremendous growth potential there, but you also have tremendous risk, right? So now your question is, how do we reduce that risk? We've got two other worlds to consider. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, We've got uh, the safe world. Uh, So that could be um, government bonds, that could be FDIC insured bank accounts, that could be annuities that have principal or income guarantees. Um, So we need to consider at some point, do we want to take some chips off the table and actually avoid that risk? And then there's a middle world. And really, the middle world is literally just in between those two. uh, The middle world is not guaranteed, but it's designed to try and avoid those wild swings of the stock market and things like that. And so that's a world that most people, when they're 30 years from retirement, 
retirement are not that interested in. But when you get close to retirement and you start learning about investments that maybe are more steady and, you know, strive for dividends like four or five or six percent a year, you know, when your bank account is paying 0.001 percent, your ears start to perk up and you say, hey, that might be interesting for retirement. And so those are examples of options that we have. And that's where it's so important to individualize it to where you're at in your life and with your comfort with risk, because we can use those three worlds to really custom build something that works wonderfully for you. So talk a little bit, Pat, about how having a plan to reduce that risk, how having a plan in general can help us avoid emotional decisions, because we cannot stop volatility. Things are still going to get rocky with the economy and with the stock market, even with a plan. But how does that help us change our reaction a little bit when those things happen? Yeah, and this is so important, Jen, because we are all humans and we are not perfect. And it does not matter how good our intentions are. When things are going good, we have greed glands and we want all of it, right? We, we want every single upside. And when things are bad, we get scared fast. And I did not understand any of that when I, you know, I started as a financial planner right out of college and I had no idea, you know, how to deal with the emotions and things like that. Mm -hmm. And 23 years of experience is just so valuable to me because I've learned through working with so many clients over the years that, that in real life, this, these things are so important. And Jen, I will tell you the most important thing that I have learned is having a plan can completely shelter you and protect you from those fears and worries. You know, the last time the market essentially started crashing, I did not have a single client call worried. And when I was, you know, checking in with people, the same thing they said every time was, well, I knew the parts that were in the market were okay because that was part of my plan and I knew I wasn't dependent on it. And the deposit still came in the next month and, you know, my life didn't change. I knew I was going to be okay. You know, all those types of conversations are just so powerful, right? Because you hear these horror stories of, you know, people investing when the markets are high and then the market crashes and they panic and they sell, which of course is literally the exact opposite of what we're all told to do, right? We're told to buy low and to sell high. And of course that means someone is buying high and selling low. So um, we have found that having an investment plan and having a team helping you build that plan can tr create tremendous comfort um, so that when the markets, you know, whip you around and up and down, you don't have those fears. And that's something I would urge our listeners, if, if you if you have those anxieties when the market's bouncing around, this is a great opportunity to call us at 803-9-RETIRE. We can help you put together an investment plan as part of our five-step retirement review. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, there's absolutely no cost or obligation for that review. And all you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rizak alongside 803-9-RETIRE is that number again as we talk about some of these unknowns. Of course, we can't predict what's going on with the stock market in the future, and we also don't know what tax policy is going to be in place when we get to retirement, Pat, because that's something that changes every few years, and, and what can we do now to plan for taxes in the future? Well, I really think, Jen, that um, taxes are important for everyone to be thinking about, of course. But we really think it's actually especially important if you have retired in the last 10 years or if you will retire in the next 10 years. And because that is the generation of people that were that were basically groomed on 401ks and IRAs, you know, the right. gen generation prior to that, they were living on Social Security and pensions and they weren't even thinking about any of this stuff. Uh, but if you have been accumulating everything in your 401k or traditional IRAs, that means it's all tax deferred. And, you know, we, we've been talking about these concerns that tax experts really believe strongly that taxes are going to go up in the future. So we really think that now is the time to be doing this planning and it could potentially save you tremendously on taxes in the future. So would you say we have a window of opportunity right now to make changes that could help keep our taxes lower in the future if we think it's pretty likely that they're going to go up? Yes, absolutely. And that is because uh, the Trump tax code 
we actually have an expiration date on that, uh, and I believe it's the end of 2025. Um, so we know we've got five or six calendar years right now under current law uh, before taxes will go up. Now, of course, the politicians in charge could change that, right? right. Um, I don't think anyone's concerned about if those tax rates are going to get a lot lower. <laughs> That's not anything yeah, anyone's yeah, wondering yeah. about. So we all think they're going to go up, and the question is when. So the sooner we get started, the better. And, um, you know, there's tremendous opportunity in looking at anything that we have that's tax deferred and seeing if there's any way to push that and start accumulating more tax-free. So one example of that would be a Roth IRA. And one possibility, and this is just one example, is converting some of your traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. Now, that is a taxable event. Um, so if you convert $10,000, that's added to your taxes this year. So you know, as, I, as we're doing this planning with our clients, I, I always joke and I say, well, I can tell you mathematically what makes a lot of sense for you. But if you're making a, a conversion like that, that means you owe taxes this year and you're the one us to pay that. So it's easy for me to say, but you're the one who has to write the check. You know what I mean? So, but it is really just an incredible time to be reviewing these options and trying to be thoughtful and making sure you're making smart decisions for the future. So Pat, if we haven't planned for some of these big unknowns in retirement, things like what could be happening with taxes down the road and, and healthcare costs and volatility, maybe we aren't even sure exactly where to begin what advice do you have? Well, one of the things I always say, Jen, is that there's two things for all of us to be considering at any one, any time in our life. We have right now, and then we have the future. And I don't know about you, Jen, but I think most people that I know, we lean one way or the other. We either just tend to be about the here and now, or we tend to be more of a planner. Is that mm-hmm. is that true with you and your husband? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So certainly, you, this probably won't shock you, but I'm more of a future planner type person, right? Because I do that for I'm a living. I'm not surprised. No. Literally every day. So, um, but that doesn't mean you have to ignore today. So, what I would say is uh, if you haven't given a lot of thought to the future, it's a real important thing to realize that you need to. And if you are thinking about the future, but you've been doing it only on your own, this is an opportunity to really stop and think about what kind of value you might get from talking to a planner. You know, someone who is uh, a long-term planning focus, um, like our firm uh, that focuses on retirement planning, an independent voice, uh, someone that can give you, you know, the pros and cons of different strategies. We just think there's tremendous value there. And it's the reason we offer a retirement review at no cost and no obligation, because it's a first step opportunity for you to kind of lay out where you stand right now and where you're trying to go and help you see if you're on track or not. And there's tremendous value to that. To get started, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. That is the first step towards creating a custom-built retirement plan to help you see where you stand and if you're ready, if you're going to be able to retire when you want to. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury. The first question people ask is, how do I enroll into Medicare? Well, it depends. If you're turning 65 and you're already taking Social Security income benefits, you don't have to do anything. Medicare will automatically enroll you into Parts A and B of Medicare. If you're not taking income benefits, then you can enroll online or over the phone. To enroll online, you need to set up your My Social Security account at ssa.gov. Once you have this completed, go back into ssa.gov and enroll into Parts A and or Part B depending on your situation. It's easy and it only takes about 10 minutes. If you're not a computer person, you can call your local Social Security office and they can enroll you over the phone. At age 65, you can't enroll online. When you call, there'll be two forms you'll need. One is an application for Part B and the other is completed by your employer. Your employer will attest that you've had coverage from the time you turned 65 until the time you're coming on Medicare. You then submit these to your local Social Security office. Please know there can be financial penalties if you don't enroll in the proper time frames. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. Twenty twenty one is almost here. If retirement is part of your plans for the new year, call Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists today. 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. 
Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. And today he is Retirement Santa because we are going to go through <laughs> and come up with our retirement naughty or nice list. Because Pat, you know the song, he's making a list, he's checking it twice, going to find out who's naughty or nice right? We're not going to do the list twice. We don't have time for that. We're just going to go through it once. I don't know how Santa has time to check it twice. Now, Pat, being a dad, your kids would never change their behavior getting closer to Christmas when they're thinking about the naughty list versus the nice list. Surely (laughs) they're just good all year, right? Oh yeah. Perfect angels. I I have to tell you that. um, So, so Isla is, is she's right at four and a half. So she's, you know, understanding things, but sure. you know, maybe not always the most clear understanding. So we were we were having a, um, we do a Bible story before bedtime, and then, you know, Christmas came up, and then we were talking about Santa, and so she was asking about him uh, coming down the fireplace. She, I think she'd heard that at preschool. And so we were talking about how Santa comes into the house, and we were explaining, you know, we can't see Santa, you know, because um, she was concerned about, you know, this right. man, you know, wandering through the house. Why I was trying is to this also, okay? Yeah, and of course, as a, as a planner, I'm trying to be logical. You know, there's a lot of houses he's got to get to. He can't just kind of hang out at one. I mean, you're talking about millions of houses in one night. I mean, right. think about that, honey. You know, so anyway, it didn't uh, it didn't sink in. So she um, so she goes to bed. I hear her crying out at night, which, you know, at four, she'll do that occasionally. So I went up to check on her in the middle of the night. Her door was locked, which is unusual. Oh, no. And I said, Isla, Isla, open the door. Open the door. This is like a three in the morning. So I, I get, I, I open the door and I see she's in tears. So I kneel down. I said, Isla, why is your door locked? She says, I thought Santa was here and I'm not allowed to see him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Oh. I said, I said, so it's okay, honey. And she said, oh, okay. Can I go potty? I said, yes, please. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. And the crisis was averted. But yeah, uh, yeah so that's, oh that's, that was the, we didn't even get to the list yet. Right. Well, and you know, accidentally scarring our children is what Christmas is, is all about. So. Okay. Here's how this works. I have a few different scenarios, Pat, and uh, you are retirement Santa. You're going to sort this out and okay. put these folks on the naughty list or the nice list. So first up is Bobby. He is 62 years old. He's ready to retire. Bobby's the breadwinner of his family, and he has worked hard all his life. And he plans to go ahead and start taking Social Security at 62 because he can, and that's pretty much what he knows about retirement planning. Here's some bonus info. Uh, His wife, Becky, is eight years younger than him. She's worked in small jobs, but has mostly stayed home with the kids. So, I mean, I think first off, we we put Becky on the nice list right away for for taking care of the kids (laughs) all those years. But retirement Santa, what about Bobby? Is he on the naughty list or the nice list for retirement planning? Oh man, well this is an interesting one, Jen, because um, as I always, we always say, you know, retirement planning is highly individualized. We don't like blanket statements for anyone, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think Social Security is especially that way. I don't think there's one right way to do it. Uh, however, I would say that it's likely. Uh, I'm sad to say that likely that Bobby would probably be on the naughty list, and the reason is. Um, not just on the surface level. Someone might say, well, he's claiming Social Security at 62. That's as early as you can, and that's a naughty thing to do. I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, when you stack all these other variables in there, uh, he's the primary breadwinner, which means his wife Becky's Social Security benefits will probably be much smaller. In fact, uh, the way you've explained this, Jen, her benefits will probably be best to be tied to his. Mm. So now if he's taking his eight years earlier than he could defer them, they're going to be much lower, and now that's going to make her benefits much lower as well. And then if he passes away, that is leaving her with a much lower benefit. So um, there's a number of reasons that kind of stack on top of each other. I think if we were advising Bobby and Becky, we would likely be um, trying to figure out, can we delay at least one of their claims? You know, uh, because it's not, we wouldn't say necessarily they have to wait till 70 or anything like that. But how do we look at that and piece that together in a way where if they both live a long time, they have a great income, but also if Bobby 
passes away, Becky is protected. And that's ultimately what we're trying to do. Um, you, you were laughing about her staying home, and we wish absolutely she should be um, thanked for that. <laughs> uh, but the Social Security rules do not thank right. um, the stay-at-home uh, parent. And so that is something that we really need to make sure we protect her in that situation. All right. So we have one on the naughty list. Let's keep going through here. Uh, right. This next one's kind of a twofer. We have another couple. We're going to start with Helen. Helen's always enjoyed visiting the casino, loves to gamble, likes the feeling of competition and coming out on top. She approached her investments the same way, and she wants to be just as aggressive in retirement. But her husband, Ted, is actually the more fiscally conservative of the two. He's not comfortable with that amount of risk. Ted wants to go talk to a financial professional and learn a little bit more about his options. So, this is our twofer. Retirement Santa, let's talk about Ted. Naughty list or nice list when it comes to planning his own retirement? You know, Jen, you tell me I'm going to be retirement Santa. I'm thinking the job's going to be easy, but these are complicated, <laughs> I know, you know? I know, right? <laughs> so I think I would put Ted on the nice list. And the reason is because no person should have to follow the whims of what someone else wants to do for their retirement planning. I will say this is something we run into all the time because we have plenty of single clients as well, but we have a lot of married couples too. And um, as I love to say, Jen, I mean, clearly opposites attract. Mm -hmm. And I think God makes us that way on purpose. I think we have different strengths by doing that. I think there's benefits to that. But one thing is that can make it really hard to come to an agreement. And we have clients all the time. I'll always joke and I'll say we have some clients that are really, really aggressive and some that are really, really conservative. And that can be very complicated when they're married to each other. <laughs> and that's the exact situation you've given us here. Right. So we would want Ted to uh, be talking to a professional about his plan. And I'm not looking to change Helen necessarily, but we would want them, if we can, if they're married, we want them with a cohesive plan and working together or at least balancing each other. That would be our ultimate goal between both of their circumstances. And let me just go ahead and take a moment to give the phone number. If you are in that situation where you could use some guidance on this, making sure that you've got that balance right and also that everyone's on the same page, everybody's comfortable with what's going on with the money, 803-9-RETIRE is the way to reach Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. One more time, that is 803-9-RETIRE. You can also check out retirewithpat.com if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Uh, this is our retirement naughty or nice list. Pat Struby is our retirement Santa today, and I want to talk about Jerry here, Pat. He is next okay. up on our retirement list. He plans to retire within the year. He believes he's saved enough money, and he plans to live on income that he's getting from Social Security and a company pension. So nice job there, Jerry, with your mm -hmm. income. Now, when asked about health care, he plans to rely on Medicare. He's been healthy all his life. He's not had any significant injuries, no chronic medical issues, nothing of major concern from a healthcare standpoint. So he's not too worried about that changing in retirement. So, Retirement Santa, is Jerry on the naughty list or the nice list when we think about planning for retirement? Mm, well, I was thinking about, I think you know what direction I might go here, Jen. Mm -hmm. um, you've known me for a while. Yeah. I was thinking about maybe putting him on the naughty list, but then I had That's an idea. I, I was thinking of breaking the rules because uh, oh. you told me I could say naughty or nice, but I think I'm going to put Jerry on the naive list. Oh, Okay. What do you think of that? I just invented it. I think, how many kids would like the naive list, though? <laughs> Mom, I didn't know. I didn't know, Santa. Well, well, Jerry's planning to retire within a year, so I'm not too concerned yeah, about that. Yeah, so. there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, but Jerry uh, sounds like he's been thoughtful about his retirement, but to think that Medicare alone will cover all of his health care needs is highly unlikely, and mm -hmm. I would say that's naive. And I know we've talked in the past that Fidelity estimates a 65-year-old couple would have an average of $295,000 uh, over the rest of their life for health care costs. And so Medicare does provide a good base of health insurance, but it's a base. And so you need something beyond that. And then that we haven't even touched on the fact that there's long-term care above and beyond. If there's any type of custodial or nursing care need on top of all of that, there's just a lot more there. And so I would say uh, naive in that regard. And then I'd really like Jerry because he's also retiring within a year. You didn't ask me about this one, Jen, but just to add on, 
if he's planning on retiring within a year, it sounds like he's doing it all on his own. Wouldn't hurt to bounce some ideas off of a retirement planner because maybe even if he doesn't need to hire one, I think having a meeting with one, that could bring some of these things to light. And so he might see which areas he, he may not have been as thorough as he thought he was. All right. Took me by surprise there. So a, a third <laughs> that was list my goal. there. Okay. Okay. So we've got we've got somebody on the naughty list, somebody on the nice list, and somebody on the naive list. Let's see where our last person ends up today. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Diana. She has had moderate success being a ghostwriter for CEOs and celebrities. She's also written a few of her own novels under a pen name, and she's been able to amass a small fortune for herself and her family. So doing really well working on her own as a kind of a freelancer. She intends to write a will so she can leave her family a legacy, but something always seems to get in the way of making it happen. She struggles to find the time to get this process done. So retirement Santa, and I I thought I knew what you were going to say last time. I think I know what you're going to say this time, but you could surprise me again. Is Diana on the naughty list or the nice list? I don't have a surprise for you on okay. this one, Jen. Gosh. Yeah, so... And this one, you know, I, I, I hope our, our listeners are not offended by this. I have to put Diana on the naughty list. The reason I don't want to offend anyone, Jen, is I've met with thousands of people over the last 23 years, and it's pretty rare for someone to have their estate planning documents up to date. Yeah. You know, this I mean, because literally when you're talking about your will, when you're talking about power of attorney, and when you're talking about your living will, uh, which is, you know, uh, right before you pass – what we're thinking about and what we're planning for is what if I die? What if I am in a horrible healthcare situation or if I'm about to die? These are not fun things to think about, right? No, right. Uh, and also dealing with legalese and attorneys and things. No offense to any attorneys listening right now. These are just not on people's, you know, <laughs> t- the top fun. of their lists, right, right? right? And so I will admit that Janelle and I, uh, you know, we were married for a few years and and I knew, shame on me, I knew we should have done that earlier. And I was so thankful when we finally got all of our comprehensive documents done. And now, of course, we aren't estate planning attorneys. We don't actually provide these types of documents, but everyone should have at least a simple will. You don't need an attorney to get that done. There are ways to do that. There are living trusts uh, that can be beneficial for people. There's a healthcare power of attorney, a power of attorney for your assets. For most of us, we want to have at least a basic set of these documents. And we are not attorneys to provide those, but we can help you through our plan process, figure out what is it you need, where do you stand with those types of things, and also tie it into the rest of your plan, tie it into your beneficiaries and your accounts. So there's a lot of things there. Diana has the right idea. She now needs to execute. And that is a great example of why our retirement review covers five full areas. One of those is estate planning. We don't get a chance to talk about that a lot, but all five areas need to be addressed. So if you don't have all five areas of your retirement plan ready to go, call us now at 803 nine retire if you've saved at least two hundred fifty thousand dollars for retirement that number again is 803-9 retire you've been listening to save your retirement with pat struby make sure you remember that number 803-9 retire and be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from pat i'm jen rezak thanks for spending some time with us here today we hope you have a great week stay safe stay healthy happy holidays to you and we'll talk to you next time Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.